Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. On the line from the Republic, with us now is uh, Brendan Nell. G'day, mate. How are you? Uh, g'day, Ricardo. Always good to chat to you guys. Yeah, always good to chat to you, mate. Uh, I... Got to say, I'm, I I was uh, I, I had a party on the weekend, so I didn't watch the game live. I sort of woke up to the result, which surprised the hell out of me, to be fair, um, and, and quite a few others as well. Uh, did it surprise you, Brendan? Uh, well, yes and no. Um, I think I think we all are sort of wary, and I think I've said this to you before as well. You never really get you know too complacent, just given the history, uh, you know, between the two sides over the over the last couple of years, and. Everspark's a happy hunting ground for, for the All Blacks anyway. I mean, they won there 2013, 2015 as well. So, yeah, if, if there was a ground that they were going to click, it would be on the hard surface of Everspark. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you've got to give them credit. It was a backs-to-the-wall type, type uh, situation, and, and they did very well. And, and, you know, to me, the box were a bit mediocre. I thought I thought they were a bit anonymous in that first half. And, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, we can't go... 15-0 down against the All Blacks and then play catch-up rugby. No, you can't. Um, I mean, you know, I think the the performance was certainly... The, the All Blacks were on the front foot a lot more, a lot earlier uh, in the match than they, they have been against any, in any of the games against Ireland or against the first test against uh, the box. I can't help that, but think that maybe the uh, Springbok selections did the All Blacks a little bit of a favour. I mean, when you saw that box team and the changes they made, what what was your take? Well, I think the original selection, you know, with Bongi and Nambi in in, it, in in Malcolm Marks playing on the bench, is how they normally did it. But when when obviously he went out with a with a knocked his knee, you know, to put Joseph Dweber in at the deep end there, um, you know, there, there's a couple of schools of thought in that. You, you sort of think you, you revert rather to your your best side, and I'm I'm a you know, one of those guys who believes you play your best side against the All Blacks, no matter where you play them or what the game is. And and yeah, I think they're supposed to in that they put a lot of pressure on the youngster, and I mean, he he uh, his lineups have never been the best, and you know, Ian Foster said it quite clearly afterwards. They targeted him in the lineup, so I think that was the one one thing that maybe they took a you know, bit of a selection gamble and backfired. The other one was, of course, Dwayne Tomlin, who hasn't played rugby for two months, and you know we all know how good he can be, and he just was off the pace. You could see he was rusty. And you know, when we where the box in in Nelspruit uh, had the upper hand at the breakdown, uh, partly because of marks in that first half. But I mean, it just it, it sort of set the tone for the test. They didn't get the same sort of parity at the breakdown. The All Blacks beat them to the ball. They didn't slow the All Blacks ball down. And then yeah, we found defensively wanting a couple of times. Saying that, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's easy to be critical of the box, you know, for losing. But um, it was quite a good test match. It was quite an epic test match. I and mean, a couple of those calls. Went the way of the box. Um, you know, there's a couple of contentious calls here in South Africa that have been debated at the moment. And, ah, uh, yeah, it's those things that's in the past now. You can't really do much about it. But um, it would have been very interesting if some of them went South Africa's way. Yeah, I mean, the, but there was a try that was obviously ruled out that was then sort of taken back about 70 metres for an obstruction on Sam Wylock. Is that the, is that the main one for you? 
Well, there was, there was the one that I think a lot of South Africans are, are, are talking about. Although I didn't think there was a try because um, you know, we were sitting in the line of line of play of of, of the final pass to uh, Pimpin. And I thought it went a bit forward then. I wouldn't be surprised if we got to that point if it was called back as forward. So yeah, I mean those are those are the fifty-fifty. That was a ten-point swing now. I mean, a ten to be in a penalty for the All Blacks and they kicked three points from it. So that was a crucial part of the game. Um, yeah, all that. I mean. Yeah, I suppose it depends where you're sitting. The rest sees it like he sees it. These these decisions go against him. I thought the one he did get wrong was right at the beginning of the game where um, the rip from um, from from uh, Sam Whitelock uh, that the Kanye arm went through and scored. And 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 I thought that was he ruled the knock on. I saw it as a rip. I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's one of those things. It's a fifty-fifty. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not one of those who's, who's on the rest case. I thought it was a tough game. It was a hostile atmosphere. I think it was difficult for the rest, but. Um, yeah, and he was pretty pedantic at times, but yeah, nothing, nothing less than we've seen from officials, you know, at this sort of level over the years. So um, I don't think the ref was the reason the box lost, but I just thought they had a mediocre performance. Yeah, what's been the reaction uh, to the loss, especially now that you've got to get on a plane and go to uh, Australia? Well, I, I think there's, there's there's a couple of things. I mean, first of all, the, you've had you had a bunch of the people and some pundits, you know, were going shooting their mouths off during the week. Um, you know, saying that South Africa's favourites and we, you know, you know, hoping the box would smash the All Blacks given where they were. Um, you know, that was rather naive given the history between the two sides and, you know, how these games have traditionally just been close no matter who's on top. Uh, so, so, you know, th- those guys, are, I suppose, got a bit of ego on their face. Um, there's a bit of apprehension now because obviously there's a lot of debate around selections and, 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 and referees' decisions, etc. But the, 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 the problem now... Yeah, the box have got now. They've lost a home game. The, the All Blacks have won an away game. Uh, and if you if you have to put it up, given the history of the the competition, the box are far more likely to lose in Australia than um, Argentina are likely to win in New Zealand. So I think the All Blacks are back at an advantage. And probably you know, while Argentina are at the top of the log at the moment, I think the All Blacks are, are, are sitting pretty quite pretty now after that win at the spot. Yeah, they uh, they they probably are. I don't know what you uh, what you made of it, but what did you make of Mark Robinson's uh, press conference to announce absolutely nothing at five thirty on a Sunday? Uh, well, that's one of those things that sort of perplexes <laughs> us. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, I, I can understand there's people who want to see Ian Foster go. I can understand there's. Is he doesn't have a lot of fans in New Zealand. Probably he's got a few more off this weekend. I can understand the players have got their backs against the wall. I, I just think this sort of thing needs, you know, you're a year out of from the World Cup. You need a decision one way or another. If if you don't feel he's the right guy, then get the new guy in as soon as possible. You know, I mean, there's, there's you know, we're talking probably 10 tests till the World Cup. Uh, you don't give the new guy a lot of options if you do bring him in now. And if you're going to keep Foster, then you must back him to the hilt. So, yeah, I, I, I don't think Ian Foster's a bad man necessarily. I've, I've quite enjoyed dealing with him in the last couple of weeks. Um, but but saying that, coach lives and dies by his results. And if if you take away the other Spock um, you know, game that they won, you know, you'd, you'd actually say it was quite a clear-cut case that he probably wouldn't be in the job anymore. So I think just either way, New Zealand rugby needs to take a decision. It's not good uh, to leave the guy in no man's land. It's not good for the players. It's not good for anybody. No, that's that's one hundred percent. It's not good for anybody. I mean, the, uh, the you know, you said that there were guys crowing in, in South Africa about the All Blacks. I I, I I saw a few, you know, people saying that there's no fear in facing the All Blacks anymore, and I I completely understand that. Um, over here, there was a, a punter who put fifty grand on the All on South Africa to win at a dollar forty seven, 
Um, and uh, the Springboks Spring were massive favourites. Uh, you can get you get seven dollars on the All Blacks to win thirteen plus. That's that's how much the TAB didn't think the All Blacks were going to win this match, uh, Brennan. Now, they must have been breathing a sigh of relief when they fell one point short. Um, so I mean, from that point of view, I can totally understand why that was the case. Why you know you had people in South Africa saying you know rejoicing and saying, well, you know, we're going to pump them here. Um, I certainly thought that that was what was going to happen. But where do you think the Springboks are at at the moment? Because I think you've played some fantastic rugby, and even though you lost that test, uh, there were moments of of absolute brilliance there. It is a team that can produce. Yeah, and I think I think if you take away the emotion around uh, you know, some of the some of the, the selections and refing decisions and things like that, and yeah, it was rather naive for some people to, as I say, to go that way. Just given even when the box had been at their lowest ever, I mean, after that fifty-seven nil, two weeks later they they produced a twenty-five twenty-four loss. So I mean, yeah, the, the teams do get their backs up, and you could see the All Blacks were in a world of hurt and a lot of emotion in that win for them. Uh, yeah, I, I just think yeah, if you look at it, taking those emotions away. Uh, the Springboks actually played quite quite expensively in this test. They got around the All Blacks on the outside quite a few times. The Kanye arm, they were disrupted again with a, a backline you know, injury very early on when they lost Jesse Creel, and they had to shift their backline around, and the Kanye arm being at the wing, uh, he made 134 metres on the night. I mean, he was exceptional by far, the best Springbok player out. Um, and out wide, they actually looked exceptionally good. I, I think where they lost it was the breakdown, and the, I think their forwards didn't get on top as they should. And, you know, people say Malcolm Marks should have been there, but Malcolm Marks was on the field for 50 minutes, and you know, he only had really one steal, which was the one that left led to uh, Makazole Mapimpi's try. And uh, he didn't have the same impact. So it just shows you how well the All Blacks improved at the breakdown and protecting their own ball. Let's uh, look at, at the other two teams in the comp for a minute, Brennan. Uh, it's kind of hard to know what to take out of that series against Argent- uh, between Argentina and Australia. It was, you know, I, I thought the second test would be a pretty close-run affair, but there was a chance Argentina could win it. But I thought Australia had done enough in the first test to maybe mentally get on top. But they got absolutely smashed by 30 points, and now we've got Argentina sitting on top of the uh, standings with, with a, the extra bonus point and, and all points scored. I mean, what do you take out of that? Well, I think, as you say, it's very hard to tell both those sides. I mean, we, we, you watch Argentina and you'll see them beat the likes of France and you know, come to New Zealand and maybe get a win over the All Blacks. And then they'll lose to somebody like Scotland. So they, they, they really blow hot and cold. Australia the same under Dave Rennie. They've done some great things. But then look absolutely ordinary against England at times, against you know, teams that you'd expect them to beat. So it's, it's very difficult to see where they are. I think Australia probably now... You know, so the one thing that the Springboks will probably take heart of it is that they, they have lost a couple of players. I mean, they're without Quade Cooper. They're without a couple of other guys as well. Michael Hooper's situation is not sorted out. Um, so that if, there is, if there is a chance to beat them, it would be you know now when they're on their down. But saying that, you still South Africa find, conspires to find ways of losing in Australia, even though they dominate the game every year. And, and then it's one of the mysteries of life to us. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Are they are they good enough to go the long haul and, and win in New Zealand? And, and, and both Australia and Argentina will have to get a win somewhere there to win the championship. And I'm not quite sure they are at this stage. No, I don't think they are either. But uh, they've certainly made life inter- interesting for us, mate. Uh, good stuff. Thanks very much for uh, for coming on, uh, Brendan. It's always good to chat with you, mate. Go well. Put your feet up for a week and uh, then we can get into it. South Africa, Australia in, uh, in what, 13 days' time?
Yeah, no, thanks. Always good to chat to you, and, and, and happy 50th, man. I hope it was a good one. Oh, mate, yeah, it was. It was. I, it's, it's a little bit. It's, it's, <laughs> I, was, I was a little bit, a little bit dusty on Sunday. It's fair to say. Ah, well, as long as it's a good one. That's those are the ones you don't remember were the better ones. You know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly, mate. Good stuff. Go well, Brendan. Now <laughs> out of the Republic. Uh, make sure you check out his uh, his YouTube channel as well. All the interviews from South African rugby available there. It's uh, Brendan, and it's all E's. B R E N D E N. Nell N E L.